Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to the Easy Achievers Gaming Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Elijah. Sitting across from me is Alex, as always. Como estas? What does that mean? Is that French? No, it's Spanish. No. I wish I knew French. That's French. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you how you do it. This is where we break down the past week in gaming. If you enjoy that, please support us over on patreon.com slash easyachievers. That is a forward slash easyachievers. Please hit us up. Only a dollar will help get you a Patreon-exclusive episode. Alex, what was that Patreon-exclusive for last month? Uh, you would have to, you know, put a dollar in and then figure it out. Oh, sh- Surprises? Um, yeah, it was a top 10. Yeah, if you enjoy that as well, and you're a freeloader. We like freeloaders. Alex himself is a freeloader. Oh, God, yeah. I'm cheap, man. <laughs> Just give us a five stars or like us on whatever you're listening on. We're almost everywhere at this point. Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music. We're getting there. What's We're more? getting around. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one more thing. SoundCloud. Things yeah. Like that. Go to there. Uh, also, if you want to interact with us, check our socials. Twitter for me, at EVM9000. Alex, at CrazyFlipSkater. Hit us up with anything. You can also hit us up on our podcast uh, socials that is easy achievers on twitter and instagram facebook patent pending of course <laughs> alex let's get in the week we're slow gonna go week. over a few things yeah it's very it was a really it's, slow week it's, it's we're going over a few things i'm gonna give you the top highlights xbox head confirms only one version of project scarlet development halo infinite is getting a beta ea ceo says anthem is not working very well elden ring we're going to talk about that and just what Someone uh, got out of an interview. Bloodstained progression error. Streamer makes a lot of money in only a few hours. <laughs> Bungie proposed some Destiny 2 fixes, and we're going to go over the MPD results for the, uh, the month. But before we go into that, Alex, what you been playing? Dude, I wish I'd been playing more. What? what you but mean? the last thing I played was literally a little bit of Apex. Right. A little bit of a- We played together. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Played a little bit of skate ever since I uh, we did that uh you know top ten list, spoilers skate was on my top ten. Oh, uh, skate three though. I love skate three. Listen but, to the podcast. <laughs> yeah right. But um yeah did, I just I, I had to I go saw back. You playing the original. How far did you get? How much did you play? I put about just two hours in, ju- mm. but I'm gonna keep going back. Right. I just I miss it. Yeah. So I just because it's just nothing out right now. So I'm like right. I went back through my list and I'm like, what am I in the mood for? So I just went to that. Well, I wouldn't say nothing's out because, Alex, I've been playing Bloodstained. Mm. Bloodstained is the, um, inif- oh, God, what's his name? I don't know. I forget his name. Guy who made Castlevania. Oh, I gotcha. Made Bloodstained. It was a, originally a Kickstarter game. It's been in <clears throat> development for a while now. I want to say five, six years. Like, again, it was a, originally a Kickstarter game. And it's just now coming out. They came with a smaller, more traditional Castlevania before this called Curse of the Moon. That was really good. Yep. I loved that. This one is um, it's really good. I'm going to give my quick impressions. Um, like it. The, I like the overall play style. There's different ways you can fight things. There's a whip, sword, dagger. Um, there's kung fu shoes, which is really cool. You can, That's like, cool. You can like, fight people like demons with your hands. Um, there's combos in the game too. You do certain inputs. You use MP to make a strong move. There's different types of spells and stuff in the game as well. Um, it's good. I, I'm I'm kind of early. I passed a, a full intro section, and now I'm in the next section after that. Um, and probably halfway through it, I'm actually in the castle. Um, it, it's 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 good. I uh, the art style definitely seems budget though. Um, okay. it's 2.5D aside from an actual, what I would probably prefer, which is more of a Castlevania Symphony of the Night look. Mm-hmm. 
just much more polished, but it definitely looks cheaper, and you can tell by the character models, like, it was lower budget, but that's fine. Um, I would... <laughs> they're howling for us. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say this is a for sure buy, but if you love Castlevania like I do, buy it. Okay. If, you, if you're on the fence, you didn't like any other Castlevania... Don't, don't, don't. It was 40 bucks. It's not too expensive. Mm-hmm. No, if this was a full 60 fun. bucks, I would have been like, nah, don't do uh, that. Yeah, I got you. 40 bucks? Though? It's not too bad. Okay. Not too bad. Save 20 bucks. I'll have to give it a try. Yeah. I mean, I might do it tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into the news. What is there, man? What's yeah. We're going to start on the top. I think most interesting one. Um, <clears throat> Phil Spencer confirms only one version of Xbox is in development. I don't know if you guys remember. We actually got rumors previously that there was going to be two xboxes in development mm-hmm. there's gonna be two there's gonna be the scarlet which is the yeah. the main one everyone's thinking about now and then andaconda i believe is yeah. the other one yeah being like... the smaller cheaper one mm-hmm. yeah, there was gonna be maybe like a hundred dollar like basically like a chromecast that can stream games basically i'm wondering if the people just thought that was its own thing but well, it's actually a rumor. okay i don't think it was any i think it was confirmed on by a few people i don't remember how many okay but um <clears throat> I'm I'm curious if that's still a thing. Phil's Phil Phil saying, he, and this is over on digital trends. So. Uh, digital trends by oh they don't have that. Uh, oh there we go. Charles uh, Sing Singletary Jr. Hmm, all right, with that name. Um uh yeah he actually gave Games Radar an interview last year. We said consoles. He did say consoles, and we've shipped a console. We've now detailed another console. I think that's plural, uh, Spencer says. He also stressed that we were focused on Project Scarlet and what we put on stage. So what he's saying is the um, all-digital Xbox One mm-hmm. was the console he was speaking of prior. Gotcha. I don't so that was think like, I believe that, but so he's that pre- could, usually so Spencer's that probably pretty, be Anaconda. Yeah, usually he's pretty straightforward with this stuff. Yeah. So I am inclined to believe what he says. I don't feel like there's another one. I think they were just they're just gonna stick with Scarlet mm-hmm. and XCloud. Mm. Do you think they have any intentions of eventually making like a hundred dollar box, hundred fifty maybe? I mean, like I said, a Chromecast that can just stream games or something like that. No. Is Again, gonna, that's what Stadia is doing, I guess. So well. Stadia, there is no box. Well, There's yes, a, it, but no. It, well, wouldn't because you need to stream it through something. Through so well, yeah. But uh, it, the Stadia itself, it's a right. service. To use that service, you need the so- the hardware. Right. That's what they said. Right. With XCloud, is do do did they say it's going to be on hardware or is well, it just specifically assume, just a service? I would assume the it's more of the Stadia line where you can just pick it up with whatever. Where, yeah, Stadia doesn't need anything. You just need to have a physical item, like a phone. Mm. <clears throat> that Chromecast Ultra box they have now with the 4K stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. PC. You don't think they'll actually do it? Mm-mm. I, I feel think like they're, they're going to look at with... Stadia. They're going to be like, you're going to be our beta. And yeah. then if people like it, we'll probably try it. Well, I mean, they, I mean honestly, Stadia is going to go against xCloud in a way. Of course. Of so course. I think right. they'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I guess so. I'm excited for Stadia. Mm. Um, I, I actually just, recently got an upgrade where I don't have to pay for going over on my internet. I hate you. So I'm curious if I should just. I'm thinking about getting that founders pack, man. And so I have, you know, I can give like my impressions it, on the podcast and tell you guys how it is. I see, and I want to so bad. Yeah, but that level it. cap, don't do it. Or that level cap, internet cap, 
It's going to screw you, man. I can't. It can be so I'll, I'll use yours. Expensive. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Use mine and my I'll bring my, I'll bring my Pixel over. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Let's move on. Halo Infinity. Infinite. Infinite, I guess. It'd be, uh, it's I a Halo it Infinite. Infinity. Really? I think so. <clears throat> I like I think Infinity. Infinity's cooler, I like it. right? I like Infinite. I guess it's my thing potato is like, potato. why is it infinite? Like, yeah, is, what's is, like, the is there a lot symbolism? of stuff going on in the? Yeah, like what is what's going on in the game? Like, is it reaching back to all of them? Which is you know, or is like like why is it called infinite? Yeah, why is it called infinite? <clears throat> this, I'm wondering. And actually, this is funny. I'm actually I haven't really thought about it till now. Like, why is it called infinite? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I wonder unless this if is there's something be, in the game that's about infinite, or if it's just like unless there's like it, they're gonna do so much with this game oh, that's true to too. where it could uh, just be Halo now. Yeah, to where it's just it's just like that's why there's no it's it, it, there's no number. It's yeah. just Halo Infinite, which is just m- more Halo. It's you know split screens back, multiplayer is back is you know good. To, it's good. Everything's you know it's what you want from Halo. Mm-hmm. So maybe the word infinite is just metaphorically meaning it's just all of everything you want from Halo in in that package. I wonder if we're getting closer to <clears> this <throat> game as a platform where this game is now Halo, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna keep upgrading it. And they don't plan on releasing yeah. another sort of like in how quotes, Halo sort of like how they've right? been doing with Overwatch for so long, just keep adding to that yeah, game. Just, but just now keep... they actually didn't they they hinted yeah, to where there's an Overwatch two. Yeah, there's, with... yeah, there's rumors of an Overwatch two, yeah. which doesn't sound appealing. Well, they're gonna apparently add campaigns so well. or like story. Yeah, there's to gonna it. be a full PVE mode. Yeah, which is interesting by itself too. <clears throat> That's kind of cool. <clears throat> I wonder if it's gonna be new ca- a whole new set of characters or there's gonna be returning characters from the first one. I assume there'll be probably two three yeah. new characters and the whole because people love those characters yeah god yeah let's get back to this i don't know <laughs> we got so halo, Infi- halo, yeah, infinite. halo infinite the beta is coming god, first to xbox split screen already up and running so they already have split screen working on the new halo yeah. um that was a big issue with five people hated that they dropped yep. split screen yeah and yep. they i assume then their reasoning at the time was no one uses it and see which they got rid of it and everybody complained about it. But, like, that's the thing, though, like, you I never, almost believe you, them that said that no one used it. Yeah. Only because, like... Well, you never know. You ha- you lose something until it's gone. Yeah. You're like, well, I kind of like the option. You know, yeah. you can do that. Where you're like, well, I well, like that well, I had the option. They didn't have a lot of split-screen games and, in this generation. And I do. Oh, God, no. Yeah. There's not... Co-op is, like, very, very low this generation. Mm. I, every time someone asks me, I'm like, indie. I feel like indie. if they kept split-screen, it would have been a better game. To be honest, eh, I guess I like mean, it, like like the story, yeah. oh God, yeah. but I feel like it would have added to it if it was split screen, just because you have more of a connection. You were like, oh, oh, you have a you have a you know a partner to right. play with, and you and you guys were both you know doing it together. But instead right. of it's just single, and you're like, nah, I mean, it's kind of boring. Yeah, I agree with that. I um, because yeah. I remember when we used to play you know a campaign together. Like even if like like we didn't know like there was some parts I forgot it was it maybe in one or in three, like there were certain things going on. And I was like I have no idea what's going on, but I was just screwing around. I was right. just having fun. Right. Yeah, I agree for that. <clears throat> um, they actually go into a few things in this article. This is by uh, this is over at uh, Gamespot by Eddie Makuch. He goes into a few things. Um, goes into the beta that is planned. They're apparently known as flights. 
So the first flight will be on Xbox and then mm-hmm. slowly the PC. And they said they're going to start very small and then slowly expand. So I assume they're going to start very private. Yeah. Send out to maybe people who played Halo 5 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or well-known <clears throat> like Xbox people. Like, hey, you can try it out here. I'm and just then, hoping there's somewhere I can uh, sign up because I, I want to Yeah, so I want bad. you to. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll get a sign up because... We've been with Xbox for how long? <laughs> we usually get private all, stuff like that, time. just yeah. randomly sent through I mean, our profile. Yeah. On one of my things, it's I'm an Xbox ambassador, just because when I signed up for it, I think so I yeah, it's like I so I, I get uh, the up, the updates or whatever. I get them early. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they said they will come. To, uh, fl- uh, sorry, flighting specifically may come a bit later for PC players. Mm. Uh, and they <clears> said three four three specifically said they're being treated as a first class citizen, okay. meaning I guess like, hey, we're not leaving you out. We're going to be back. We're just, you got to give us time because yeah. they're used to just Xbox. I assume they want to get ready for a full PC launch as well with this game. Again, we don't know too, too much about it. We don't know about the gameplay. Um, we just know that the story is about Chief being found yeah. in the vacuum of space being picked up. And, and the then, thing, apparently there's like something going on. Yeah. I mean, they had the AI thing happen at the end of five, right? Yeah, remember? Yeah, because Cortana took over. Cortana the, took over and told all the A's the, like, "Hey, let's things, go crazy yeah. together." And mm. they're like, "Cool." They jumped yeah. right on board. Yeah, because the way it ended, did, like, honestly, dude, like, as much as I was like disliked the story, I need to replay just so I can remember what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I think literally that's the only thing you probably need to remember. Yeah, because I mean, Spartan, I, I wonder if Spartan Locke's gonna be back in this one. I don't know. Maybe I just don't know if they're gonna because his character him. was cool. It's oh, yeah. just how they incorporated. Was awesome. It's just how they did the story. Yeah. I liked his team too. They remember they had teams. Yeah, it was actually it gave me that Halo Reach feel. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Actually, yeah, it was cool because um, the, the the whole team felt good. You felt like a like a Spartan Ops team, mm-hmm. but it just kind of like fell apart. Yeah, <laughs> yep. with anything with evolving a story. Um, let's move on over at uh, PC Gamer. Uh, Andy Chalk writes, EA CEO says Anthem not working very well, but vows to stick with it. <laughs> And by way, <laughs> I, I, this I sums just, up I just, Anthem I pretty well, right? I just not working very well. <laughs> like, <sighs> there's a long interview over on actually uh, GameDaily.biz if you want to read the full thing. But he does acknowledge uh, Andrew Wilson, CEO of EA, acknowledges Anthem as a disappointment and says the game is not quote <clears throat> compelling enough. No, nope. it's core Bioware and EA are going to stick with it. It's just proof that Bioware tried something and just utterly failed. Because they tried to combine two things, right? They they tried to do the Bioware story with a Destiny-like um, mm. online connectivity. I mean, if you think about yeah, it, it, just didn't work. they've been giving more support, or they did give more support to Star Wars Battlefront 2 than they did Anthem. They kept coming out, with, they kept coming out with content for Star Wars. It did Wars. take them a while, though. Yeah, we're still did. early in Anthem days. Yeah, I'm not giving them any but pass, they, of course. I mean, they just um, said it. I mean, I paid sixty bucks for that game, and I've, I mean, I had a fun time with it, but I don't know if I got sixty dollars worth of like content from it. If honestly, I feel like I enjoyed myself or was more satisfied overall, even with, even despite the loot box no, thing. You didn't. Yes, I did. I don't think I don't with know. Star Wars. I, no, were you really? Yeah, I after I, I finished, think I know what you're saying. After I finished the story, right. I went back and played every once in a while the online just because it was it was I liked it it was cool yeah I yeah, like it was okay. maybe I played once 
last month. I mean, I still went back to I'm it. trying to, I'm trying when to figure was the last out, do time I, I believe you? No, not, sorry, not believe you. Do I believe, like, that as a statement as a for statement myself? For your, yeah. See, it, this is my opinion, at least to oh, me. of course. But uh, I haven't what? gone back to Anthem since I finished that story. I'm trying to think. Do I, I technically I, like Star Wars Battlefront 2 more than Anthem? I, I think I do. I think I deleted Anthem. I don't remember. Jesus. After I finished the story, I kept it, and then it was like, what? I don't see a I point. Just, it's like a so revelation. I, but I, I, I might I still mean, have I it on there. the story. I know a lot of people didn't. I, I, I love the gameplay, and I love the game. They just... Yeah, the story was yeah. the very beginning of Battlefront Two was so whatever because mm-hmm. like you start off as a like a badass elite like honestly I honestly I liked Star Wars story way better than Anthem hands down I like that I do to too. me it's the story, I like I didn't we're, if we're taking just the story of each one and putting them side by side I yeah. did like Star Wars more oh no yeah like that was that honestly that's what it made the I mean and the expansion to the I mean story yes there's two too. different games. But still, like they're very different. They're very different, and Star Wars. I think I'm just more inclined to Star Wars in that world because I know that world. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I liked it more. Of course, right? But if I'm I had still, to pick gameplay. I, I'd pick Anthem. I think. But yes. Again, like yeah, gameplay. I would pick Anthem. I think we're comparing two things that are very good, so it's it doesn't hard. really matter. At it's the just, end of the day, which it's one's just bad, that better. when I played Anthem, nothing was compelling me to come back. Remember when the game ended and we just roasted it for the next five minutes? <laughs> I didn't know what's going on. <laughs> the, the story was really bad. The whole half the time I was like, "Why can't I change my stuff in mid-game?" God, that loading. And then they, they fixed f- it. And then they fixed but it, still, but I've yet to go back for that. They fixed it like way after the fact. But at least with Star Wars, I still went back, so I can That's give it true. that. Do you, do you remember they added um uh? What's his name? Obi Wan and, and then General, uh, General Grievous. Grievous. Yeah, that's why I went back because I liked. I wanted <laughs> I to play get, as. I should get back into that because I want to. Um, like I just wanted to play as them, and that's why I went back. Do and you I was think like, oh, that's can cool. Do Grievous's thing where he goes into four arms and spins the lights. I think that I think that's part of his uh, one one of his abilities. I'm just That'd I haven't I haven't played as him. I played that thing. He's like, <laughs> I uh, I know they added Anakin from Revenge of the Sith. I heard about that. So they did add Anakin. I th- I just don't know if they did yet or they're going to. Or is he on both? It might be both. It'd be cool if he was on both. I don't know. It might be both. Like I'd be it, like if his very beginning <coughs> self was in. I just know they added Anakin, time. but I don't know if it it was he's on there yet. I just haven't gone back to even check. You know what game I want to play? Do you remember Vader Immortal? That's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. VR game. I'm mm-hmm. gonna try that out. Is it on PSVR? No. What is it so. on? I think it's just Oculus? Oculus. Damn it! Right? You gotta like pay Oculus money. We don't have Oculus money. Moving on. Elden Ring is an evolution of Dark Souls, says Creator. This is over on IGN by Erissa Crab. I'm sorry if it's not Crab. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, it's just an evolution. They go into pretty deep. Uh, it looks like Elden Ring is literally a more expounded upon Dark Souls. The gameplay is very similar to Dark Souls. Uh, this is all the people that love because this is kind of a, a. I would say Dark Souls is a genre onto itself now, almost where you have like a Dark Souls like game. It's you. You say it's a Dark Souls game, like, mm-hmm. and it's become its own uh, specific genre. Um, they go into much more detail over on IGN. I just wanted to bring up the fact that it looks interesting. 
I hope it's not honestly. I found Sekiro too hard and not. Maybe too hard isn't. I didn't find it inviting. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it was, like hard. I wasn't it was pulled, hard. Yeah, it was too. It was too hard. It, it's because it, I felt like the only way I could fight things is is actually guarding and and I just to couldn't, parry, I to parry and yeah, stuff. Yeah, to parry, and yeah. I couldn't nail down the actual effect of parrying well enough. Mm-hmm. And when I would go to parry, I would just I get screwed, get punched in the face. It was really hard, and I just eventually was like, ah, I just can't. And then the butterfly lady, Jesus, I, did I, you get I, to the butterfly I, nope. lady? Nope. Then just be glad you didn't. I, I, did, was, I didn't even get to her. That was ridiculous. Ridiculous. <clears throat> oh, let's, move, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, that was like, yeah, I've heard that was hard. And I tried to even fit in doing the first boss, and I was like, I, I can't. I did yeah, the mini boss. Guy. Yeah, uh, Junzo, whatever the hell yeah, his name Junzo. is. Yeah, Junzo. I killed him. Yeah. But I like, nope, couldn't do it. it. Like, hit, I hit underneath the stairs. Mm hmm. Called him over. He like slowly walks over, and then he's and like, see, "Oh, there's no one there." And he turns around, and you can like jump and, and like, stab see, him. It's it kept having. I kept doing off. that, but then it kept doing the thing to where like as soon as he walks away, I ro- I'll go to run to him, but he's gone too far, and his health bar is all the way back up, and I'm like, mm, "Damn it, that's awful." Yeah. Um, we're going back to Bloodstain for a second. Okay. Bloodstain Ritual of the Night Progression Bug. Oh wow. Really? Yeah. So there's a bug, and I haven't hit the point where I know if I have bugged or not. So that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. But there's a bug in the game essentially that you'll get to a point where you have to open a chest, and the game thinks you've opened the chest already, so the chest is going to be opened. Oh, and, you think, and the game thinks you have the item. Mm-hmm. And specifically, the item is this I believe it's called Silver Bro March. And you go to grab it, and it's gone. And so, what they did was they did apologize and say, Hey, I'm sorry, we're going to release the patch. They've already released the patch, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and the patch apparently fixes the bug but does not fix it if you are already on it so you have to restart the game if you have encountered this bug uh there's a whole write-up if um on ign uh mm-hmm. by steve watts if you guys want to uh, fully investigate but that's apparently what happened the bug hits you you go to hit it and apparently this is not just specifically that one chest it's throughout the game so mm-hmm. there's a few key chests you need to open in order to progress the story and the whole uh, the whole jo- like the whole game is screwed if you essentially get this one bug because that that chest will be messed up and then a bunch of chests further on are gonna be messed up so you have to restart the game which is terrifying I hate that <clears throat> hearts go out to people who are affected that mm-hmm. is awful I hate that's nothing worse than a, a progression bug in a game did, yeah. did you have you ever gotten a, a bad bug in a game Alex <sighs> off the top of your head I feel like I ha- there's one that I f- oh. I feel like I had one to where I, I just can't remember which game it was. Right. Uh, I forget what it was. It, it was some type of it was some RPG game that I had to where like every time you do a certain like that certain quest, there was like I think it was like a side quest, but you needed that side quest, and it affects the main quest. I forget what it was, but every time I do that side quest, it would just like crash my game or something. Jeez. And I'm like, I can't do anything. I remember there was an Arkham City bug. And it would be specifically when I finished the subway part of the mission. Do you remember this? You have to go underneath the subway for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I, I would go up the stairs, and I guess there was a particular bug that just crashes your game when you enter the world oh, again wow. or something. I don't know. I don't know what happened specifically, mm-hmm. and I don't know what, ha- like, w- what caused the bug, but I would go up the stairs, 
and then my game would just crash like like just hard crash game would stop and close close the game out oh wow it was insane I th- if i remember correctly i was on 362 yeah. so that was years yeah. ago at this point that was what i think that's my i don't think i've ever had like a oh do you remember my walking dead series uh, uh season one bug do you remember that? i Which, went through this uh re- remind me so i was trying to get my uh save ready for i believe season two. yeah okay i remember yeah uh when it was coming out and i was trying to get my save ready so i went back to refresh my save and something deleted it mm-hmm. and i was like oh no so i went to replay it i I replay I replayed it in one day because back then of course I was a child and I'm I have nothing responsibilities so I go and replay the game I, I beat it again mm-hmm. I go to and finish the 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 save yep. gone again I do this again but I only do the first episode mm. gone so I try to like figure out what it is so I go to the second save and I do that uh-huh. gone and then I do <clears throat> save three gone so I'm like okay so it's the game yeah so I do a full uninstallation. <clears throat> Uninstall everything, reinstall everything, then do it. Then if I guess it fixes. You were dedicated to this game, dude. I don't know why. Again, back if it if it happened today, it's over. Whatever, (laughs) move on. But to me, um, uh, but of course back then again I was a kid. I I didn't care. Um, I think that's I think that's as bad as I've ever gotten. I don't think I've gotten too too bad of a save. Yeah, save problem. Let's move on to the next story. This is a this is a fun this is a nice one. I don't think we've gotten such a nice story yet. Okay. This is over on Kutaku by Luke Plunkett. Okay. Streamer raises almost one million dollars for charity in just four hours. Jesus. Now I don't know if you know this gentleman, Doctor Lupo. I've heard of him. You've heard of him? Yeah. I I, hmm, I watch him like every now. I've heard you of know him when you don't have and to do, Ninja. You need That's to kill, the only like, two I know. You, yeah. you gotta kill it 10 minutes I throw yeah, like yeah, a stream yeah. on sometimes yeah. he's on and I'm like oh I'll throw him on um this man and this is from a, a, a sub report from a Forbes report he the stream operated in four hour blocks with streamer teams and even some companies taking part Bungie for example raised 400,000 in their four hours so this was kind of like you get four hours like to do your your chunk of <clears> thing <throat> this is for Guardian Con um and they do a, a long uh, a, whoa i didn't know this a week long charity stream oh, wow. they do a full week of charity stream and they in total raised three million dollars for the children's hospital in memphis Goodness. i wish they gave us the name for that um but good for them that's great uh they actually lupo just by playing fortnite they they went they went to nine hundred and twenty thousand dollars in his four hour rocket oh my god and this of course came from other people uh it came from actually ninja you said you said for it ninja donated to the stream okay and then the state farm insurance company donated as well and it goes directly to the strange dudes uh children's uh research stuff and so that's just that's more of like a oh uh-huh, you know a, a good feel story that's cool they uh, able to re- uh, raise almost four million dollars for a good cause awesome i love when games can do that yeah um another one of my favorite um uh gaming uh charities is games done quick you ever oh. watch those no i haven't so seen games them. done quick is basically where speedrunners do a game oh but like wow oh, yeah, i've heard of i've heard of those. raising money for charity yeah so they'll those... do mario 3 yeah or every time i hear it i I'll just like i think of just speedrun charity yeah basically yes again another get get good get well story yeah 
This is over a newer gamer. This is the next story. Bungie postpones Destiny 2 fixes to preserve work-life balance of team. I wanted to bring this up only because there seems like a... I, want, I don't want to say war because that sounds way too uh, hostile, but there's a <clears> very <throat> a very big discussion happening in the mm-hmm. game industry right now, specifically in development, okay. where crunch is an issue, people getting these these on these three-hour dev cycles and then throwing their life... To and, this. Yeah, their yeah. life, their time, where they could be spending time Pretty with much children. They're, they're in the office all the time. They're working... What was it? 80 it was hours like it was like, like it was like, like s- almost hundred hours. It was sixty to eighty, and some people even do a hundred right hours per week. And I want to be clear: there's nothing wrong in itself with working a hundred hours. Yeah, if you're just that, that guy is, I mean, and you yeah, want to work hundred hours, that is your prerogative. You want to make that money? I mean, they're getting paid. No one yeah. is telling them to work without getting paid. Yeah. The specific thing is, they don't need to be forced to this yeah. or feel like. They need to be compelled to do this. Like so there's some, been yeah, ideas of crunch. Some people do have, you know, can do that. Yeah. And this and this story reminds me of the God of War story. Mm. Uh, the doc that we watched. Do you yeah, remember while you were watching... Um, Raising Kratos? Yeah. There's a specific point in the doc where they talk about game devs. Mm-hmm. There's one guy that's like FaceTiming. And he's FaceTiming with his wife yeah. at a, her, his daughter's recital. Because oh, he can't wow. be there. Yeah. That is immensely sad for a variety of reasons. Yeah, <laughs> that is, that's yeah. That that I was like, that is awful. And yeah. then you get even worse into the documentary. If you remember the the young lady, one of the I think one of the the major heads with mm-hmm. God of War, the they they go to her and ask, um, what have you? I think it was the question was, what have you sacrificed for the project? Yeah, she and she, then she just she, stares she took, for she, about yeah, she couldn't answer 10, 15 seconds, and she just says, I don't want to answer that question. Yeah, I which and then it just cuts, and they never come back to that. Yeah, question I again. mean that's her that that's awful. her business. I mean that was awful. Yeah, I it felt sucks. bad. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. We we got a great game, but yeah. at what cost? Oh yeah, these right. People's lives. Right? Yeah, like I mean, I love the game. Like it's mm-hmm. crazy, but mm-hmm. like these people are like sacrificing so much to mm-hmm. do this to to entertain us. Mm-hmm. Which I gotta give it to them. And yeah, I'm I, I'm happy for it, and as long as they're happy, I'm happy. But if they're unhappy, then yeah, like no. something needs to be fixed. There's been a talk of unionizing. I don't know if you know what uh, specific mm-hmm. unionizing is. Essentially, they get together and yeah, 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 as a full group demanding something, and and people say, oh, I agree with unionization or not. It's like, well, it doesn't matter if you agree with it. If if they do it, they do it, and if they want to unionize, they should. If they don't want to, don't. It's not really our business. I think if we're not in the industry. Yeah. These are private companies doing their own things. So, uh, I mean, I wish them all the best. Yeah, I just course. I just hope that, that, that those those situations and will get better for those people that I don't think have it's a time choice. Passes, yeah. And I think this bungee story is 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 good. Again, yeah. this is a this is over at Eurogamer by uh, Vicky Blake. She goes into, "Hey, the reason we're not getting out patches to nerf things is we're trying to preserve people's work-life balance. We don't want them to stay over time." to essentially just run a patch through where we can just wait because nothing game breaking is happening apparently um a specific shotgun is really overpowered right now it's the lord of wolves shotgun if yeah. you're playing the game right now um and in pvp i'm, I'm assuming and this ha- this has happened in destiny plenty of times um the prometheus lens is in my head where you would you would go into a match if someone has the prometheus lens you need to either have the prometheus lens or you're dead 
it's you're just shooting giant lasers and killing each other. So I assume it's the same thing where the kill screen is literally just the same gun being kill, like just killing people over and over again. Oh wow! So that was that's a that's a good story. Again, read at please Eurogamer if you want to mm. hear more. So there's a story that came up okay a couple hours ago. Okay, um, and I found it on Games Radar, and it's by Zoe Delahanty. Oh. Um, Making the Final Fantasy VII remake is more challenging than you think, explains Square Enix's CEO. So, what? <laughs> so Please it, it, read. <laughs> Yosuke Matsuda talks uh-huh. about why developing Final Fantasy VII remake isn't as easy as you think. Okay. And so let's see. It literally, I mean, I don't think game development is... Is anyone saying it's easy? I, I feel like it's just that... Are people maybe saying... Like, like, be, like, you know how the whole thing long? where people are giving them issues about like... Why isn't it? Why is it episodic? Why is it too, like two di- right. different discs? Apparently, right. I, I'm, maybe I'll, it goes into that. Yeah, um, checking here real quick. Okay, it seems take like your, a small article. Take your time while he's doing that. I'm going to do a few pimps, of course. Again, Patreon.com/slash/EasyAchievers. Give us a dollar. Watch that top tens video. Um, that we go into a bunch of things. We give like six honorable mentions because we have we have just no standards. <laughs> so right here it says Matsuda went on to discuss the difficulties of bringing Final Fantasy VII remake to a new audience, saying okay. that remakes are harder, more challenging than you might think. Just by nature of being a remake, it means that there was a, there was an original, and I believe that you have to be able to surpass the original. He says mm. it's not enough to do straight reprints of an old one because you also want to get new fans to be able to enjoy it. There are old fans who know the old game, and at the same time, you want the new people to enjoy it. I think you really need to achieve both of these, and that's why it's quite challenging. Okay. So I'm assuming, I agree with yeah, everything so they, you just said. They, so they're pretty much they're wanting to pretty much... They're being careful. Making sure that both people are happy. The old ones that want the remake, but they, have, they, know, the, they know the history... And then people, then the new They're people new. that want they want to bring in. Okay, which yeah, I agree. I, I don't. Yeah, I yeah. Don't disagree with the word that man just said. Yeah, they they said if it's a popular series, we want to revive the whole series regardless of what the profit profitability looks on the individual titles. We'd rather put the entire series out there so it can be played again. He told Game Informer. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, right. Can you? Can you say that again? Here, let's see. Uh, I'll, I'll read the, the sentence that was before Ye- that. Yeah, okay. Making sure that the Final Fantasy VII Remake is accessible for new players sounds like it's one of the things at the top of Square Enix's list for the release of the famed game. But Matsuda hinted that there's a lot more to come from Square Enix. If it's a popular series, we want to revive the whole series regardless of what the profitability, profitability mm-hmm. yeah, looks like on the individual titles. We'd okay. rather put the entire series out there so it could be played again, he told Game Informer. So meaning okay, they're, they're wor- they might be working on other. all their titles, remaking other titles. That's interesting. He goes into – so he says we want to go into making the games if they're popular regardless of profitability. Yeah. So they, I, don't, so, I don't know. That so seems they want, an so, odd choice of So wording. I guess let's say – Because I understand what he means. He's so saying, let's say there's a, pop, a really popular game that everybody wants to be remade. Okay, yeah. Let's course. say seven. That, but maybe, maybe it's not profitable. Maybe it's just – it's taking too much of their – it's, it's taking it's too much time. money. Yeah, money too. But people want it, but they want it – but Square wants to make sure that it's right. Okay. Because in my opinion, throw it out if it is right and they do it perfectly – it will gain them the profitability, but they don't know that. 
Yeah, of course. So I feel like let's say for another. It's easy uh, for us to say, yo, of course you'll make money, but yeah. then you gotta put down four or five hundred million dollars mm-hmm. on the title. You're still kind of sweating a little. You're like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna make all this money yeah. back. So I, I think I understand what he's saying. I, 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 I'm not in the camp of saying make it faster. I'm in the camp of tell me what your plan is. Yeah, because it's because you're. Just I understand not, what they mean. You're, you're saying, they're just yeah. Because like for example, with the whole two ray two yeah. Blu-ray discs. They're not explaining anything. Yeah. Like at least explain, be like, "Hey, this is why is this way." Yeah, we'll get to you. Or if you can't explain, be like, "Hey, we can't give you details of why it's this way, but we're working on it." That would be great. That but would, they didn't that's say all I nothing. Want. Hey, we can't tell you what the plan is because it hasn't been ironed out. Maybe yeah, you know stuff like that. But we're working on it. But they and we all, literally and said we don't I, know. And yeah. I'm like, well, and I mean, I, feel I guess like, that's open. But yeah. that's I. I'm hoping for a little more because you're about to release the game, and I just don't believe Literally you don't a have couple a plan months, for And the we game. don't even know if it's half the game or a quarter of the game, and it's yeah, $60. Yeah, it's all Midgar, 60 bucks. I'm just, I'm very curious on And how, it's two discs? Like, that's that's all we know? Again, like, yeah. what does that mean? Like, okay, let's say and it's then, all of Midgar, which is what, 20% of the game? I think that, yeah, I had, a, I had someone who played the game, and they, so it, let's like, say it's 20% of the game. It's like and, 25 almost, maybe. So, in my opinion, I feel like this part, the $60 game that's coming out in March is just that Midgard part. Right. They've said this, too. And it's two Blu-ray discs, meaning half of that 20% is on one disc and half of that 20% is in the other. How much content they said, are they putting so they said, just for Midgard? They said there is a full Final Fantasy game in this. Meaning, and I just, so, worth, so let's I say, just so let's say they're re-remaking Final Fantasy fifteen, Uh-huh. But... Like, in these two discs, but it's just a quarter of the story. Yeah, it's just very It's very. Weird. It seems that... So, what... I'm assuming a lot of side quests and a lot of I crazy guess. shit going on because... I just... I, can you really do 20... Uh, can you really do 20% only of that story to make it a full $60 game? I, again, they said they expounded on it. I, and like I said, I just... I just... I mean, unless they Believe unless that. they go into explaining everybody's storyline, which How long maybe did you that, play Final Fantasy fifteen. Do you 15. remember your your hours between sixty and eighty? I right there with you. I'm yeah. pretty sure I was in the. I didn't 80 think I to Yeah, I don't think I went bracket. to hundred, but I think I was like sixty six. For me, it was probably or 80. six or eighty six. I remember there was a six and an eight somewhere yeah. in there. I just can't remember. And that's before DLC and all that. Yeah, um, like I love that game. It was good stuff. But that was I'm a getting lot of eighty hours. From this game, like I just and it's feel only twenty like percent of just, their story. Yeah, I just don't, like I how feel like I can't. That's like, like I don't understand. It's that. like they're doing a Witcher. They're just adding so much stuff <laughs> in there, and they're like, "Don't it, worry about the story. You'll just, get it." It's just the like the the quantity probably. I'm I just, I'm I'm excited. I, and again, I wish they no. Yeah, I know. Definitely play it. They just tell but me I'm, what is going on. And this is coming from me, right? I've started Final Fantasy VII. I put an hour into I it. I did too. Never played it. I, I so I don't know Basically what I don't know the story. Yeah. I don't know the characters like that. I've seen I've seen Aerith because of Kingdom Hearts. Right. I've seen Cloud because of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Sephiroth. Dope in that one. Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Hearts. I don't yeah, know anything. Wings. I don't I don't know anything of these people. I know which is not in this game, but Leon. <laughs> I I've played it's, seven. That's or well, not seven. I'm sorry. Leon Final Fantasy eight. Eight. He's Final Fantasy yeah. eight. I've played He's eight. Squall. Squall. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, it's Squall Lion's Lion's Heart. Is I that don't know. I forgot. What <laughs> I, forgot <laughs> I have no name. idea. I don't Alex. know. But I don't know none of these people. Yeah. I see that like everybody loves them, and I'm like, ah, mm. I have the Anvin Children DVD. You have to watch it. I gotta add good. Whistle I watched there. it, dude. It's just nonsense, and then it's like it looks awesome cool. Fighting. Yeah, it looks cool. But it's just nonsense until the I fighting never watched starts. it though. I just forgot to. I'm very excited what they plan. Yeah. Kudos to them to being honest, I guess. They, he seemed like he was being honest, where it's like, hey, we want to do these. It's just, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. And I get that. They want to do really well, and it does look really good. So it looks like it all is working out so far. Yeah. Let's move on to the MPD results. Okay. This is from VentureBeat by Jeff Group. Um, if you don't know, MPD basically is a, is a full tracking firm that looks over game sales and, tell, and tells you, like, hey, this... This is down. This is up. This is what last year's look like. This is what your overall sales looks like and stuff like that. And then they give you like a top list of this is your top gaming. There are caveats, of course. They don't get full values from every single um, game developer or producer or anything. They, they, they don't get full sales figures from everybody. Like, for instance, they don't get uh, Nintendo's uh, first-party sales. They, they don't get mm-hmm. they don't share that at all. Activision doesn't uh, share their Battle.net sales, um, and usually they are sorted by dollar sales and not full numbers of unit sales. So the amount of money that's made okay. is put before the actual number you've sold. So let's go over our total video game sales from May 18th, is uh, is seven hundred and seventeen million dollars? Okay. May nineteenth of this year, six hundred and forty-one. So we're down eleven percent in total game sales. I think that is mainly for digital games. So okay. I think the reason it's a little bit lower is because mm-hmm. we're not getting a full uh, uh, breakdown of all digital sales mm-hmm. because the MPD the, the misses most digital sales games. Total games hardware were down 20%, 186 million May 18th and May 19th, 149. So we're down 20%. That's a lot. Now, I do think that's because we're late in the generation. Yeah. The people who are buying the systems generally have a system. So yeah. I think we're getting just close to a, the saturation point of who's buying them, has them, and who doesn't is, is they're just not going to buy them. And this is PC and video game software, um, a full breakdown. This is from last year, 302 million. <laughs> Uh, and this year is 262 million, so we're down 13. percent So it looks like an overall down, but it looks like, um, let's see. And this is full software breakdowns. So best-selling games of May 2019: one, Mortal Kombat 11; two, Days Gone; three, Total War; three, Kingdoms; four, Rage 2; five, Grand Theft Auto 5; six, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate; seven, Red Dead 2; eight, MLB 19. 9, Minecraft, and 10, NBA 2K19. That's just top 10. Um, they go over the top 20. We can go through that, too, if you want to. Um, go ahead. You said one of them was Kingdoms. Kingdoms Hearts? or No, King, uh, no Total one? War 3 Kingdoms. Oh, okay. That's yeah. why I got... I uh, that's a total, total War game. It's like... Um, gotcha. Kind of like Civ, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. more just about War, I think. Yeah. Um, I think the right. reason I was asking is I was making sure it wasn't Kingdoms uh, Come or whatever, because that one game uh, was... Kingdoms a, Come Deliverance. Oh, <laughs> God. That's I, I got scared. I I... I started it. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 way everything is is pretty cool. I, I like I like I heard how it's really realistic. Yeah, it's really realistic. Like yeah, it, like it. I like I like I. You actually have to like, like it's. I don't know. It's really in depth. The only thing that knocks me off, I hate 
the button mapping like the way everything is like like you have to like usually something let's say you would use x for you have to use right trigger or the right bumper for like it's very uncomfortable what it makes you want to do with the buttons is i like you try remapping i don't know if you can i didn't i didn't i didn't see something to where you can unless i'm wrong I didn't. I, I didn't see Gross. it. I mean, I'm probably blind. I probably right. didn't even look. But just the way it, I, I like, I like to where like starting a game and leaving the buttons because that's that, that's, that's how they, how want, they me want, want me to want play. You to play. Yeah, yeah. So I leave There's it. There's so the way many it is. games that it's like, why do you have it like this? Yeah. <laughs> that's how I felt. It's like, why? This is gross. I think it's Cuphead. I think. But if I, remember I just couldn't a, do it. It's a big game where they want you to use just the buttons. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. just give me the triggers. So I remapped it and put the, yeah. the b- attacks on the triggers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I think dash on the trigger. It's yeah. way I just, easier. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't with that game. I did want to put caveats, of course. This, this is with, uh, there's a few asterisks on some of these because they do not include digital sales and they don't, and some of them don't include PC digital scales, okay. like specifically Minecraft. Um, that's a big one on both sides. No, nothing for that. And for Rage 2 as well. Mm. Um, not a surprising one. It does. It does go into the fact where it says it was a tough, a tough month for software sales, due to a large part, and there were so many new releases. Um, because the top two best-selling games of May were both April releases, mm. with Mortal Kombat and Days Gone. So it's interesting that they bleed it into this month, probably because there were so many, and people are just still trying to catch up with the current games. Mm-hmm. Um, Dollar sales of tracked consoles, portable, and PC video game software reached $262 million, as said before, but it has fallen 13%. Um, they experienced lowest software sales for the May of month since 2013. So this, mu- this May has been the lowest since 2013, which okay. is insane. That was when the new system released. I'm pretty sure it was so low because, again, a few people haven't bought the system yet, and there weren't that many releases, too. Um, God, GTA is still on that list. GTA is still on this list. Dude, That's crazy. If, like, yeah, if, dude, people play the hell out of it still. Like, that game came out, what, 26? No, wait, no, no. 2013. No, 2013. It was PS360. Uh, PS I'm thinking, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was 2013. I'll get checked. Yeah, quick, check quick. that, please. Bing that. <laughs> Uh, what was see. I saying? 2016, Jesus. But yeah, no, but dude, it's crazy. Like, it's number five, so it's not like yeah, it's like, it's like way down here with like eighteen is still playing this game and asks me to get on all the time. I was like, I can't. It's it, just too. It's just not. I'll tell you one thing. I jumped on to help you guys once. Yeah, Jesus. There's a lot going I on. I forget how bad the shooting is. The so, shooting yeah. is like. So I was right. 2013, September 17, 2013. Right when the new consoles, because I remember yeah, they right before. It. Yeah, because they ported it, it long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good for them. But yeah, wait. What, it's six years and it's still going strong. I find the, the 11 to 20 interesting as well. So let's, let's go back. It's Mario okay. Kart 8, mm-hmm. uh, 11, 12, Division 2, 13, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, 14 at New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, 15, Marvel's Spider-Man, 16, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, 17, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, 18, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, 19, Team Sonic Racing, 20, Yoshi's Crafted World. Mm. There are one... Um, there's a lot of two, I'm surprised in there. Three, four, five. There's five out of the top twenty best sailing of May that are Nintendo games. Yeah, that yeah. Good for them. Good well, for honestly, it's because and that's without them, I think, giving their digital sales. Too. You know why? Because a lot of families Switch. have switches these days now, and they're hungry for those games. Dude, yeah, that's why so like, many people I think port. Mm-hmm. You need, like all those ports. You saw Witcher 3's porting. Like someone's so, gonna buy it. 
quick tip about that thing. Okay. Witcher apparently actually looks better than what it looked like on that trailer. That really? It looks I, that's, terrible. I read an article. It looked like a PS2 game. I read an article <laughs> and they were like, Witcher 3 actually looks better like than what it, it looked. Okay. So I'm, I'm going right. to keep looking just to okay. see more gameplay, but... Because was this honest, from the marketing department? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. But we swear it looks better. Because I'm not gonna lie, I'm feeling some Witcher. We're all, and really, I, I'm feeling. Did you see me playing it the other day? I think this was last week. I think I did. That's I started why. a new save. Yeah, and then, see, I think I'm a monster. I, and see, I think 160 <laughs> hours later. Oh, I want it. So Witcher is a funny story. I beat it, and mm-hmm. I didn't get the right ending I wanted. Really? Because you know you do the thing where you beat the game. You're like, let's look yeah. out all the other ways. Yeah. And I've read an ending. I'm like, that's the better ending. Damn it! I got yeah. I, I didn't I get got a bad a, I got, ending I got by a, no means. I think I got the ending I wanted. I got a I got a good ending. Who's you, who? Who'd you end up with? And then what did you do with Yen? This is spoilers, by the way. I got you with, ended Yen, up with Yen, and that's what I want to end up with. I ended up and with Tris and it just didn't work out the way I wanted. And Siri uh, lived. So I know she lived. What did she do? She has three options. She can. Can't she die? I don't remember. I, don't she remember. Can, I think something I can happen. I forget what the options were. She what? There's, what were there's, the there's a third thing. Two is uh, she becomes a witcher with you. Mm-hmm. The the big one is she becomes empress. I think it's she became a witcher with me. I like that one. Mm-hmm. I like that one, but I feel like she should be empress. But I don't know. You know what I mean? Because it is cool. Like, oh, I get to hang with Siri. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I think it was, she became a witcher with me. That's dope. And uh, Yen and, you know, Geralt were all together and stuff like that. I'm excited for this Netflix show. Oh yeah, Jesus! I forgot about that. H- Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry Cavill with his face. I see. I'm curious I, if that's gonna be good because you assume no, but it's most been of Netflix the Netflix and stuff are good. good. They've been pretty good because we didn't expect the Marvel. I mean, did you see they're making ending, that Division right? one with? Um, oh yeah, I forgot. Jake? No, not Jake Gyllenhaal. That's. Oh, I don't think. Oh, uh, uh, I forgot. He's who, in uh, Spider-Man. He's in Spider-Man. That's what I'm thinking. I'm excited for that. No, there's it's somebody else. Yeah, there's somebody else though. But like, I'm excited for it. I'm so hyped for that. Moving on. Uh, you brought up something you wanted to talk about. What was yeah. it? Yeah. Um, so during E3, uh-huh. there's a lot of games that they don't show on... on um, main conferences. Yeah, on the main conferences, like on on the actual stage. Right. And there's some like little ones that popped up. Mm-hmm. There was one game. It's called Man Eater. Mm. It's a it's a shark RPG. It's a they call it. They're calling it a shark PG. It's like an RPG with That's real cute. substance swimming under the surface. <laughs> so it literally... Okay. You play as a shark, and you have to go around these areas. It's like an open, let's say, open ocean. It's not open ocean. So think of (laughs) okay. So think about is it anything like Feeding Frenzy? Do you remember that game? Better, to be honest, because all the graphics are better and stuff like that. And so think about okay. I'm sure everybody would know. You know, San Francisco, San Francisco Bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge, or whatever. The big, whatever the big red one is. <laughs> I think it's just the San Francisco is it? Bridge. Okay, I, honestly, I, I, honestly, I can't remember. There's so many bridges. I've never been to San Francisco. I I, I want to go to San Francisco. Yeah, me it too. It's nice. nice. Um, but think about an area like that, maybe a little smaller, but you play as a shark in that area. So you're like in a lake. I guess, yeah. Okay, okay it's in a lake. And you're a shark? Yeah, you play as a shark, mm. and you got to go around. Are you a specific type of shark? I think you could change. Ooh. You can. Cha- I think you can change can like the head of the shark? shark and stuff like that. You could be, a, I think, a hammerhead or great white. Mm. I think you can change. That's what I read. So there's. So here, I'm gonna read like how. Do it they have is. like a synopsis of the story or something? I, that's what I'm checking real quick. Because I do. You have a name. 
So Let's this start. is on Games Radar, and it's by Alex Arv- Arvard. And it was a, That's a post- dope name. I need to email. Him. I thought it was gonna honestly. I thought I read it. And I said Ardvark, and I'm like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's but awesome. it says Ardvard, Avard. Uh, maybe maybe it's Avard. Right. Yeah, um, that sounds more RPG-ish. I like that Ardvard. But yeah, it literally his his sub his subtext is like, don't mistake Man Eater as a gimmick, a game that it's only good for a few laughs. This shark PG has real bite. Like it's nice. a lot of people playing. He knows and puns. A lot of people are like love liking this game. Right. So, do you have the studio by chance? Do you, oh, do you know God. who made this game? Let me, let me see. Let me see. It'd be amazing uh, if it's the shark team. <laughs> <laughs> or like biters. Because <laughs> I only had What are other shark things I can say? Finner. We're the finners. Fin. Teeth. I, honestly, I'm trying to see. I'm naming body parts of sharks. You know what's weird? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to the audience. You, great. I don't know if it's all sharks, but most sharks can't be kept in captivity, which is which which is good and bad. Like we can't, you know, we we don't want to like take all all life from world, but like I, I'm pretty sure it's because they can't stop moving. So if you put them in a tank and they realize they can't move forward, they just like get confused and die, which is really sad. Um, I Apparently, went to the, this game is being compared to GTA. <laughs> okay, uh, like it's interesting. That's hilarious. I'm just trying to find the people who are. Close. I went to the Atlanta Aquarium and it was really pretty. Oh my god, I I it was. So cool. They have like a little, I don't know if uh, you guys have ever been, but it's kind of like um, an escalator. It's basically a moving sidewalk. And you just sit on it and there's a giant tunnel of just sea life around you. And, you know, you can see divers feeding fishes and stuff. And it's like a giant whale. I think that's the only captive whale, I think, in the world. Why wouldn't it? I think it's also be? the biggest aquarium in the world, too, if I'm not mistaken. It's awesome. I love that. I loved that, that place. There's a cool thing I did. I did when I when I. So I think I, I think the I game is out, or it's just it's, it's on PC. I'm just trying to find who's it by, because <laughs> all I'm finding is like it's got it got best of show, it got um best of E3 2019 nominee, like. But why are you talking about that? I'm gonna go into mine. Okay, yeah, Brave go ahead. Go ahead. Earth. Can, yeah, go ahead and go. Brave to Earth. This is ba- in. I'm sounding like a one note pony in this show because this is a Castlevania game. <laughs> basically it's a 2d action platform and it, it looks straight up like just a castlevania game so i do sound like a one no pony with playing bloodstain and then and then shouting this out but this was actually if i remember correctly in um the kind of funny game showcase if you guys watched that that was that was a part of like the e3 press conferences that's more of a deeper dive into indie specific games not necessarily bigger games but that was indie and um brave earth looks amazing and uh, it's by the developer is Can Works, and the publisher is Dakian Entertainment. Um, I don't know any of these people, but it's, like I said, it's a really small indie game, and it looks awesome. Very excited. I think when does this come out? I don't think it's a day yet. It's by the people who did Killing Floor. Sorry. Really, Killing Floor? Yeah. It's they by the people. A- it's, it says uh, Killing Floor's developer reveals Man Eater. Right. Yeah, so I'm going to keep getting more info. You can continue. Okay. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I don't see any talks of dates, which is very sad because um, I don't see anything where it says anything about a date. I'm on their Steam page, so that sucks, but it looks awesome, and I cannot wait for this game. Um, they have screenshots if you want to look. Literally, it's Brave Earth and then uh, colon prologue, and I think they just go into what the game is and what they okay. talk about. And it says it's been developing for five years, so it looks. Like, and again, the art style is amazing. It's it's that more NES Castlevania one kind of two look. I would, and it's it's much more positive because you can tell what everything is mm-hmm. and what it looks like. I love it. 
Um, and then moving on to my next one, it's Stone Shard. I don't know if anyone's heard of this one, but it's basically like a roguelike game. And if you don't know what those are, that's basically where the game where you, it's okay if you die because you have someone that basically goes in your place. So if you die, someone just comes in and takes your place. And it's kind of like a, uh, a game about a caravan. And it's specifically called the Caravan of Companions, which is adorable. You gather followers for some sort of cause. I'm not sure what the actual story is. I don't like spoiling myself about these games. I like actually playing them when they come out. Um, yeah, but you basically sum up a caravan and you go. There's a bunch of screenshots and you can literally go to stonechart.com if you want to, if you guys want to see more about it. Um, it the, the art style kind of reminds me, honestly, of... Uh, what is that game called? It, a little bit of Octopath Travel, but of course not not nearly as pretty. No offense to, <laughs> to the developers, but um, it, it looks a lot like that, and it kind of looks like a Chrono Trigger a little bit too. It looks uh, like a big PC game, but it, it, it does look really good. I'm very excited for this game. And I love little games where you can like recruit people. It, it goes back to me loving Suikoden so much. Uh, I loved Suikoden when it was a... When I was playing Sweden 5 on PS2, so anything with recruiting, I'm down. All right, so I found more info about it. Okay. So cause it's, I, I went to the Steam page. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man Eaters by developer and publishers Tripwire Interactive. Apparently, it's the people who they're killing for. Mm-hmm. Um, the game, so literally, the I'm a, this is probably like that, you know, that little paragraph that they do? Yes. Yeah, so... so it's kind of funny how they wrote it. Okay, I'm ready. It says, you were cut from your mother's body and left to die in an unforgiving waters of the Gulf Coast. So you're in the Gulf Coast. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Your only tools are your wits, your jaws, and an uncanny ability to evolve as you feed. Anything <laughs> anything, and everything is on the menu, provided, provided you kill it before it kills you. That's awesome. Yeah. So literally, this game is a single-player RPG set in unforgiving waters of the Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. Fight... To survive in the open ocean with danger lurking in every depth. And you You're, said this game is out? Um, I think people haven't been able to play it. It's not out on Steam. It says it's coming soon. It just, okay. But, so it's not out yet. Yeah, I'm assuming I get people baited it or something. Okay. But it looks fun. It, looks, it literally, sounds funny. It sounds so hilarious. Literally, it's an open open area yeah. in the Gulf Coast. Open ocean. And you can go anywhere. So the more you kill and stuff like that is how you grow. You That's your XP. You got to kill. Okay. Um, but the, you have to, there's certain areas in the depths of water where there's higher level, um, creatures. So right. for example, there's like, there, they, like well, they show, they showed a, uh, crocodile or an alligator. Oh, that's like, it's, that's like, I guess way stronger than you. Right. Cause it shows the shark about to go through this like, like pipe or log, but the crocodile's in the way and you can see that this thing is like way bigger than you. So you're, it's it, so all you see is it like. I don't. It didn't change a color, but it looked like it was gonna come at you. But you just see the shark that, that you are starts turning back and swim <laughs> away because you're like, nope, can't come here. Puts yet. Puts in a reverse and is like, nah. yeah. So <laughs> literally, you have to keep fight, uh, keep killing to grow and stuff like that. And I guess you can change your shark or something. Okay. But it's pretty cool because you'll be swimming, and there'll be people on in like either in the shore or on the boat, and literally you can jump on the boat kill them do this cool spin attack and then jump back in the water <laughs> but they try to kill you so you gotta run away right but so it's like poachers this this game looks fun okay and it sounds awesome and it's actually like like one of my one of my hype games that like i want to try i'm just hoping that it, it'll be more than just on 
on PC so far. That's all I see. It's all it's right. on there. But maybe we can reach out to developers and see if we can do something cool. It just it just looks it looks so cool. Right. Because literally, it's uh, it's you you eat, grow, and evolve. Because you can become like a huge shark, and like and I have the trailer, so I'll probably show it to you after this. Okay. But it's and what's the name of the game again? Man Eater. Man Eater. Yeah. Okay. Man Eater. If you guys want to see the trailer, Man Eater. So I'll show you. YouTube. Oh God! You look how big he is. Yeah. So, literally, it's. I mean, I, like I said, I'm gonna play it just because. This looks cool. But literally, you uh, like it's an open world. God, like, it's so big. This isn't what I was expecting. This actually looks pretty. Yeah, like hmm, the graphics are really nice. Yeah, like literally, you can just like swim around, and it's see like all these people are on shore. Mm-hmm. You can literally come up to the shore, <laughs> grab them, of course, and like and then like swim away. <laughs> This is awesome. Like I wonder. Yeah. So, Whoa. So here, so that that you you play as a Ladies shark. Ladies and gentlemen, we were we're watching the trailer, and this thing just destroyed it, dude. Oh, and oh! You, literally, you just jump on the boats, attack, and I'm like, that's kind of cool. Oh, he just ate an alligator. And that you was know awesome. me, I love. Sharks. Oh my god, it just ate another shark. Yeah. So that was you, cool. The more you eat and stuff like that, the more you grow. And stuff. yeah, it is awesome. That's, that was cool. Like I like Shark Week and stuff like that. Yeah. So. I'll be playing this hopefully during Shark Week. <laughs> that was really cool. I what? got one more. All right, what's your Super Liminal. This was also, okay. I think, during the game showcase. All right. Um, this is by Pillow Castle Games. I couldn't find too, too much about it. Essentially, it's, it's coming soon to PC. It is a perspective and perception puzzle game. Okay. And what I mean by that is let's, it, it messes with your full sense of perception. So if you guys, have, for instance, have your phone in your hand. If you move that phone further away, it could get it can get smaller, and you can, let's say, pick like you can even. There was an instance where you had a toy house in front of you. You picked up the toy house and moved it further from you and put it down, and it, and it turns into a, a normal giant house. Oh, wow. It's crazy. I highly recommend you guys look up the trailer for this. Super liminal. Uh, spelled exactly how it sounds. Okay. It's really good. It looks really cool. Uh, it it gave me um, oh Alex, what's that? Stanley Parable. It gave oh, me giant yeah. Stanley, Stanley Parable vibes. Yeah, if you guys Stanley haven't played that, that's another great that game. game. Yeah, that game's good. That is awesome. It's coming to consoles too, Stanley Parable. Super liminal, yeah. only to PCs though. Hopefully they will get a console release. I might have to play it on PC if it doesn't come to anywhere else. But mm-hmm. that's another game where I'm like, ooh, that looks that looks like right up my alley with, with like a really cool puzzle game. I'm not a big puzzle guy usually. I'm really in the portal, but other than that, it's a really about it. This game looks great. I'm very excited. Oh, this is coming out 2020. It says 2020. Yeah. W- what? The Man Eater. Oh, Man Eater. I just I was I just found a date. So. Oh, okay. Anything else about Man Eater? No, no, no. And that's all for it me. It just looks so fun. I just wanted. Uh, to, yes. I saw some gameplay that looks awesome. and like literally, you you could jump in the air and just like <laughs> it's like so it's like, like it's said, funny. Like, like, like I literally like a, look it up. It was crazy because you just see him swimming and then just takes a bite of an alligator it's funny and then eats w- another shark. It, like, it was being compared to GTA, and it was literally <laughs> saying it was literally saying it's like imagine if Trevor from GTA reincarnated as a fish. <laughs> And I was like, really? Why? All right. That's a but, way to sell the game, I guess. But it's pretty cool because I like the, no, look the, um, the mechanics or whatever to where like you actually it gave it that RPG feel to where you can of grow course. and stuff like that. And if you're not strong enough, can't fight that thing. No. God, so no. that's pretty cool. Oh, I'm excited. I wonder if there's like levels and stuff too. But that's it for us this week. A fun podcast. I liked it. Yeah. 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 Have a good one, man. You agree? 
You guys have a good day. Again, support patreon.com slash easy achievers. Check out our socials at EVM9000. Alex is over at, at Crazy Flip Skater. Uh, hit us up at, at Easy Achievers as well. Any questions, write in. We'll answer it on air. Um, go to Patreon if you want a personal shout out or access to our exclusive feed.